Blog Talk Radio. NFL draft is tomorrow night. Oh, man, I'm so pumped. I'm so amped right now. Sorry, fans. I just had to put that out there because that's how I'm feeling right now. That's how your boy Meek is feeling right now. And once again, fans, every week, you know how me and Chuck do it. Welcome to another fantastic, fabulous. We about to break down that draft for you guys like no other. The Neek and Chuck Pro Football Talk Show. I am your host, Neek. My main man, Mr. C, better known as Chuck. What's going on, man? Uh, not too much, Neek. Like you said, the draft starts tomorrow. It's like Christmas. You know, it's like Christmas for us avid football fans. Uh, so tonight is, I guess, like the night before Christmas. When you go, lay in your bed, you're all excited. Can't wait for Santa Claus to show up tomorrow. Well, Santa Claus is going to be here tomorrow. We got the draft going. Hey, we got some, we got a lot of talk. We got a lot to talk about, and we got an exciting next three days. Oh, yeah, man. This is, I mean, this, let me tell you like this. I am so excited and pumped, man, for tomorrow night's draft because today, man, I've just been smiling all day. I'm serious, man. And we're not even at the draft. We know it's tomorrow, less than 24 hours. And work, man, my coworkers were saying, Neek, man, what's going on, man? Why are you smiling so much? And all I could say was this. The NFL draft is here. And even some of the female coworkers, it was just like, it's just the draft. I mean, what's the big deal with it? No, 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 ma'am. No, no, no. Easy there now. Come on now. It's not about that, man. It's that this is, I don't want to put it, man. I can't say it's the second thing besides the Supo, but it's, you you know, Chuck, when they released the um, – well, now I ain't going to say release the schedule, but you know when the NFL is here, the opening game weekends, you know how pumped and amped we are. You know we got to go get our pregame breakfast in the morning, then our pregame meal and everything. You know we so amped for that. But just right now in April, man, that no – we this this with this draft, it just goes to show and tells us that the season is right around the corner. We're so excited because – you know, we're going to see what our teams are going to pick. I'm going to see what my Giants, my Raiders going to do. And, you know, we're going to touch on this in a little bit that, you know, the draft isn't one in the first round. But I'm just going to say this, man. When I said the NFL draft is here, I had to put that biggie saying on the end of baby, baby. Seriously, man, because that's how I feel. And this is one of the deepest NFL drafts that I've seen in years. I mean, it is loaded at the running back position, tight end, the line, linebacker, cornerback, and even the safety position. I mean, for example, one of the best running backs in college football last year, Pittsburgh's own James Conner, he is projected to be going in the fifth or sixth round, which is just crazy, which is mind-boggling. 
And then my boy, outside linebacker from Kansas State University, Elijah Lee, one of the best sideline to sideline covering linebackers in this draft. Talking about, man, he might not get drafted into the seventh round. So that was just a little couple examples of how deep, deep, deep this draft is. And it also excited, man. You know why? Because Beast Mode, Beast Mode is in the house. Man, my Raiders finally made it official today. They went on ahead and um, agreed with Marshawn Lynch on the two-year contract where the Raiders and the Seahawks also agreed to swap late-round draft picks in the 2018 um, NFL draft with Seattle getting the Raiders' fifth-round pick and the Raiders getting the Seahawks' sixth-round pick. Um, Also, you know, there's also been a big report out of New York that my Giants and LeGarrette Blunt have mutual interest. Man, I'm telling you, if this happens, I don't know if the Big Apple in New York City better get ready for this blunt because this blunt has just been shipped down from Boston to New York. And, man, the Big Apple, they better get ready for this blunt because this blunt is about to take over uh, New York if that happens. And also, you know, our boy Adrian Peterson um, signed with the Saints yesterday for a two-year, $7 million deal. So, before we get into the draft and break it down for all these teams, talk about uh, uh, some of the teams' needs, most of all the teams' needs, and um, the, what, what draft picks we think would be great for these teams. Chuck, you know I just got to start the show and ask you this, man. When you look at these two backs, we talking about two of the best running backs. Goes one, two. You can put Lynch first. You can put AP first or uh, one, two, or, you know, two on whatever, however you want to do it. But if you look at these two running backs, man, since 2007, they have been the two top running backs since the year 2007. Um, So I just want to ask you, Chuck, which signing do you like better? Which signing do you think will be – actually will be more beneficial, have a more beneficial impact on this team? And uh, which player do you think will have a better 2017 season? Will it be Beast Mode or will it be Adrian Peterson? Well, first of all, I addressed the last question first. I mean, I, I don't really know. I, well, let me add, let me just ask you, what do you mean by better season? You mean they, they statistically, them individually, or as a team? Let's go statistically because, you know, with these two guys, that's how they like to measure and rate these guys, you know, going back since 2007. Because you look at Adrian Peterson, he's got more touchdowns than Marshawn Lynch. But Marshawn Lynch has the best. Um, um, yards per carry after contact? Uh, Statistically speaking, I mean, obviously that that goes, you have to to factor in how they're going to be used, how many carries they're going to get. Both of them are older running backs. Uh, Both of them have have a lot of tread uh, on the tires. Uh, So it all comes down to how they're they're going to be used. If you look at the AP with the Saints, we know the Saints don't run the ball that much. The Saints, you know, the Saints is that old Phoenix Suns basketball team that just used to run up and down, run up and down the court, play no defense. They just all offense. We know the Saints like to score points. We know they like to pass. They got my boy, future Hall of, Hall of Famer Drew Brees out there. Uh, even though they traded away, uh, you know, one of their best wide receivers, wide receivers this offseason to the Saint or to the Patriots. Uh, they still got some weapons on that offensive side of the ball. They still going to check it up there. Uh, so I don't really know how many carries AP is going to get. You know, if he gets between 12 and 15 carries a game, that would be good for him, uh, you know, because that's good for his body. He's an older running back. Uh, so with 
10, 12 to 15 carries a game. I, I don't know how many, what statistically, uh, how your number's going to look. Because uh, AP is one of those backs you just got to keep feeding the ball, feeding the ball. So I don't think his stats going to be that great. Uh, I don't think his team is going to uh, win that very many games. Uh, so uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, Beast Mode. Um, just off of just off of that, just off of GP, just off of general principle, is that I don't think I think the the Raiders are a better team than the Saints. I think the Raiders gonna win. I think the Raiders gonna make the playoffs. I don't think the Saints are. Uh, I think the the Raiders favor the running the ball more than the than the Saints do. So I don't even have to break down uh, beast mode. Just off of philosophy uh, and talent around the team. You know, Beast Mode will have a better better season t- statistically, and but these are both good moves for the team. Uh, we were just talking about the individual players, but as far as the team goes, good move. The Saints, they got a good they got a good running back and AP. He's like I say, he's a little old, uh, but you can still get value out of him. They already had Mark Ingram and Mark Ingram decent job as running back. So good for the good for that team. It doesn't address what their real issues were last year. But anyway, you, you get a guy like AP, congratulations. The Raiders, you know, they, they lost they had a pretty good running game last year. They lost uh, you know, their uh starter to uh free agency. So they needed somebody to come in like uh Beastmo. He's been off a year, so he's healthy, you know. Maybe hopefully he stayed in shape. So it should be a good look for them. So all around Good move, great move for all parties. The only my only the only thing I would nitpick at is that AP. I think he he just chose poorly when it came to the team because I don't think this late in your career. I said a few shows ago he needs to take the blueprint from Corey Dillon. You know, you was in at one team, you put up great stats, put up some great numbers. Now it's time to go off into the sunset, and before you do that, when you when you a championship. That's why I think AP should have went ahead and went to, uh, you know, the Patriots or uh, even another contender. It didn't have to be the Patriots, but another contender, uh, and the Saints are the contender. But for whatever reason, he liked what they had to say. So he chose – it's his life. He chose to go to New Orleans. Great for him. Congratulations. But that that would be the only thing I nitpick about these transactions. Otherwise, great move for all parties involved. You know, I just want to say this, man. Latavius and Murray – I appreciate your service. <laughs> I pre- appreciate your service in Oakland, man, last couple of years. But I got to call you out on the show, man. Shots fired real quick. I just got to say this, man. As big as you are, you played like a sap, a soft-ass player. You were, man. I mean, as big as you are, man, you should be bullying, defenders running them over, man. You just couldn't hit that hole hard enough. I mean, then when I watch you play, you like to do these little – this little dance in the hole, man, and all this stuff, man. You ain't shifty like that, bro. You are not, man. So, I mean, I wish you the best of luck in Minnesota. But we had to get beast mode. It was time to get a real runner back in there, someone who ain't afraid to hit that hole, someone who loves contact. Latavius, man, he he's like he was scared of contact. And that's why a lot of the times when you looked at the Raiders carries in those games, he was, you'll see sometime in the stat sheet, Latavius would get 11 carries, 12 carries because the offensive coordinator, they didn't trust Latavius. They didn't trust the ball in his hands a lot last year. So that's all I want to say. I'm glad we got beast mode in there. So my 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 uh <laughs> my last shot at Latavius Murray is this. 
Step aside, book. Yep, step aside, Latavius. We got Beast Mode is in the house in the building, the real running back. So, wish you the best of luck in Minnesota. Let the Minnesota Viking fans be mad at y'all this year. Sorry. Anyway, I had to get that off my chest. All right. So, Chuck, how you want to do this, man? How you want to do this for the fans tonight? Because, you know, we got to get through all these divisions, and, and you know, we're going to focus on these teams' needs and draft targets, man. So, l- let's give the fans what they want, man. How you want to do this, man? Well, you mean how do I want to do this? How, how you want to do this, man? You want to be the GM, man, and you want to put your GM hat on tonight, man, and I go through the team needs, and you put the GM hat on? Is that how you want to play this, man? Well, I'll, I really don't wear hats like that, but I will put on my GM <laughs> shades. You know, I'll put on my GM Gucci shades, and, uh, yeah, I do that. I do that, yeah. So uh, so let me get this. Okay, so, so, so we're going to go through the draft. And mm-hmm. I'm basically I'm basically going to play the GM for each team as they select. Is that what I'm? Yes. That what you, okay. All right. I'm uh, down. Yeah. As, as, as the draft targets. All right. So we'll do it like that for you, fans. That's what we're going to do, Chuck. You know, he's the scholar. He's going to put his uh his Gucci general manager shades on. I didn't know they had it, but man, thanks for throwing out Gucci. I guess you like Gucci. That's all good, man. Nah, so, actually, next, I don't like Gucci. I, I, I don't, don't like, like Gucci, it. but that's but that's what the young kids say. So I'm trying to be. Uh, you know, I, I'm trying to get in the time machine and live, relive my youth. So I, I'm saying what the kids but, but, say. But, my... but, Chuck, if that's the way the young kids say, you got to say it like the kids say. I'm Gucci. <laughs> that's how they say Oh, that's it. how they see it? Nah, I'm cool on yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So, right, fans. Here we go. Let's, let's get right into it. All right, let's start with this AFC East division. And let's go ahead and just start with these Dolphins, man. You look at the team needs for this Dolphins. I mean, Dolphins are not too far away offensively. They're pretty much set. But they got a big question mark at that left guard position with Steen, and they brought in Ted Larson. But they're going to have to get a guard in this draft and then a linebacker position. Woo! Oh, man. <laughs> this is where they need some upgrades. I know they brought in Lawrence Timmons, but Timmons is 31 years old. Love up their names. I think he's probably got a good couple years left of quality high play. Um, I know they have uh, Missy at the uh, Missy at the weak last linebacker position, weak side, but they need an upgrade, man. He he just hasn't done it, man. He hasn't made enough plays, and I know they cut Jelani Jenkins, let him go. The Raiders picked him up, but yeah, this whole linebacking core. I know they got my boy Alonzo in there, uh, Kiki Alonzo. They got him, and uh, like I said, they brought Timmons up, but I just don't know how much Timmons can add to this defense. Um, he was getting exposed a lot in Pittsburgh. But, yeah, I just got to say they got to go with linebacker and they got to go with guard. Linebacker and guard. Those are definitely some key needs. Like I always say, you can never go wrong with upgrading your offensive line. Uh, defensive side of the ball, we know in defense they try to solve that the issue with their defense through free agency by bringing in Dominican Sue, making him at the at the time making him the highest paid defensive player in the league, and then bringing in your boy Burnt Toast, aka Byron Maxwell, bringing in that dumbass contract from the Eagles. I know the Eagles was thankful uh, sent uh, the Dolphins GM a Christmas basket uh, for taking that dumbass trade. Uh, but those moves haven't really panned out. Their defense was ranked 29th overall last year. I mean, they were terrible against the run. Uh, so, with that said, you have to you have to you have to give Tannehill something. 
Like that's this supposed to be your franchise quarterback. He's he's supposed to be the man. So if he's the man, you got to give him protection and you got to give him weapons. Like I said last year, he's pretty accurate with the ball, uh, but you know he threw for less than three thousand yards. Uh, he needs to bring them interceptions down, bring them, put the touchdown numbers up. Uh, so you know what? I'm gonna go with the line. I'm gonna go with the offensive line. The Dolphins are picking at number 22. So let me see what I'm gonna write on my card here as the Dolphins GM with my Gucci GM with my Gucci GM glasses shades on. Uh, I don't know if I said Gucci right, but anyway, uh, my Gucci shades on. I'm gonna go with Cam Robinson, the tackle out of Alabama, if he's available. All right, all right, Cam Robinson. Now. I'm just going to say this, man. I think Ruben Foster, any one of them linebackers would be perfect because that's the glaring need right now over the offensive line. Um, offensive line are not too bad. They just got a little hole with that left guard. But, yeah, linebacker position, definitely. But on that note, I'll fill you on that, Chuck, because you know why? We gouchy. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's right. how you say it. I ain't going to say yeah, it. That's no how you say it. You got to get crunk with it, man. Get hype with it. Gucci. All right. Buffalo Bills, man. The needs wide receiver. I mean, right now, Sammy, uh, um, your boy Sammy Watkins, yeah, he can be a number one receiver, but when can he stay on the field for a whole 16 games, man? That's the problem. He's just very injury prone. There's no knock on him. I mean, the boy is very talented, but he's got to stay on the field for a full season. They have no number two or number three. They let Robert Woods go to the Rams, and they also let Marquise Goodwin go um, to the 49ers. Um, so I would say a wide receiver is definitely right there, and I'm sure Chuck, you probably gonna say that because um, they are picking at ten. So I can see them going. Um, I don't know if you are gonna say it, but I can see them going after Mike Williams. And also, I'm gonna say this: quarterback, um, Tyrod Taylor, really the answer for this uh, team. Uh, do they feel like they can go with uh, Deshaun Watson in this draft, or maybe a quarterback later in the, in the draft to maybe uh, challenge Tyrod down the road, or I don't know. So we'll see, man. So I would just say wide receiver, quarterback, and also I'll probably say cornerback as well. As the GM of the Buffalo Bills, I have to say no, no, no on that quarterback at number 10. There is no quarterback in this draft. I will be drafting. It may be one guy in a, that I will draft in the first round, but I, he he's a project. Like, I can't. I'm not going to name him, but he's a project. I'll go ahead and name him. This nigga Chuck Show. I can do whatever the hell I want. So, uh, Deshaun Kaiser, quarterback from Notre Dame. He's the only guy that has the talent and I feel would be worthy of a first-round pick. But the dude left school too early. He just took another year at Notre Dame, but he chasing that paper, whatever, take care of his family, whatever, young man, congrats, you know, do what you got to do. But uh, he could definitely not get – he should definitely not be drafted by a team that's going to play him his first year. He needs at least two years of development uh, before he, you know, he could be a starter, and if I'm, and as the Buffalo Bills general manager, I'm trying to win right now. And to win right now, like you said, Nick, I need uh, some production. I need to score points. You know, we was ranked 16th overall last year, but that was all because of our rushing, uh, our rushing attack. Uh, you know, we have a pretty solid, good, solid offensive line, able to open up some holes. Deshaun McCoy did his thing back there. So wide receiver position, Nick, you hit it right on the head. Sammy Watkins, you know, when you're out there, you know, you you are all right. You're all right. If you get healthy for me a whole offseason, whole season, I, I think you put up some great numbers, but I can't wait for you on that. So, you know what, I'm going to go out and get you some help, uh, and I'm going to go and get out one of your fellow alumnus, Mike Williams, wide receiver out of Clemson. 
All right, Mike Williams, you will be a bill, according to Chuck, because you know why? Because you Gucci. <laughs> All right. The worst team probably going to be in 2017 is probably going to be the New York Jets, 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 Jets. Yeah, because this team right now, it's a total deconstruction project that's going on over there in New York City. Um, yeah, so with this team, man, it's a lot of need, especially on that offensive side of the ball. I don't even want to say quarterback because they got too many young guys on the team. Just let one of them battle out. Tight end, definitely, because he brought over Austin. I mean, Austin uh, Safarian's Jenkins brought him over last year. Contribute very little bit. I know wide receiver position got Eric Decker, but there's been talks they might get rid of him. Um, so, yeah, and then the running back position, I mean, Matt Forte had 813 yards for you last year, but he's a little long in the tooth. You know, he's getting up there in age as well. So I would say, man, go ahead and try to go after the tight end and get you a running back with that number six overall pick. So you ain't got no notes on the defense? Or did I miss that? I mean, like I said, Chuck, there's too many holes. <laughs> I just started with the <laughs> offensive side. And, you know, we got to get through all these other teams, man. We ain't got, you know, we got a little bit about under 40 minutes left in this show. So ain't got enough time to spend, spend on these Jets. Uh, all right, yeah. With these, okay, so we'll focus on the offensive side of the ball. Defense, they have talent over there. Uh, they have pieces. So let's not worry about them in the first round. We can address that later on in the draft uh, and get some youth back there. Uh, so if we focus on the offensive side of the ball, obviously we need a quarterback. But as I just previously mentioned, there's no quarterback in this draft worthy of a first-round uh, pick except for one guy, and he's a project. And we don't need a project because we need to win. We in the AFC East, uh, the Patriots always laughing at our ass. We need to We need to do something. We need to put up some points. Uh, so if I'm the New York Jets, I- I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw a wrench in it. I'm gonna throw a wrench in it because we already have a oh you know, well he was solid a few years back. Uh, Matt Forte he was solid at the running back position. He's a little older now. He did produce for us a little bit uh, last year. Uh, I think he I think he he didn't play the entire season, but he came close to playing the entire season. Uh, then we have uh, Powell. He so you know decent. He was able to come in uh, and contribute every game. So we have him running back by committee. But I'm old school, Nick. I need that hammer. I need that hammer. In the old in the in the hammer in this draft, he's been a hammer since he was playing pee wee football. He's been the hype. He he's been hyped up since he was in short shorts. Uh, and that's Leonard Fournette. Everybody saying this is a grown ass man. I play, you know, I'm the GM, the New York J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I need a grown-ass man. I need the hammer. I need a big hammer to just pound the rock. It gets cold in the wintertime in New York and New Jersey where we actually play. Uh, So I'm going to go with Leonard Fournette. Now, if Leonard Fournette is not available, I will go with the tight end out of Alabama, O.J. Howard. So those are my two guys, whichever one's available. If If I get either one of those guys, I'm going to be happy. So, Leonard Fournette, A choice. O.J. Howard, B choice. And I agree with that, man, because when you got two babies at quarterback, we're talking about the premature babies at quarterback in Hackenberg and Petty. You're going to need, you gonna need some, uh, some, uh, uh, some help, man. You're going to need some talent. So, I do like that O.J. Howard, and I do like uh, Leonard Fournette, man, because that would definitely help out these young quarterbacks. All right. New England Patriots, man, Chuck. I don't never thought, man. I don't, I, I can't recall. Has there ever been a time, man, where 
a, a, a team that doesn't have a first round pick really doesn't need a first round pick. Can you recall? I can't really I can't recall a team like that. What's crazy is that these Patriots have very, very, very little holes on this team. I mean, if you want to nitpick and actually say, oh, they could get outside linebacker. Uh, I know McClellan is average. He's basically like a deaf guy, so they can get maybe someone to um, start over him. And, you know, like I said, they can maybe get another defense in. So with the Patriots not having a first-round or second-round pick, you know, they might maybe trade up in that second round, maybe move up to get the guy that they want. But like I said, man, this team really doesn't have any holes. If they don't trade Malcolm Butler, they got one of the best two cornerback tens in the league with Gilmore and Butler. And, you know, Brady and we are touched on. Brandon Cooks is there. I mean, this team is just loaded. So, like I said, I would say probably outside linebacker, um, you know, going in that third round, which is when they pick. Um, I would probably say, man, I could see him going after my boy Alex Alex, uh, Anzalone, uh, the linebacker from Florida, maybe something like that. But maybe you might have some more uh, choices for him. Yeah, I mean, the Patriots, they're so unfair right now. I mean, they they got the cheat code in, uh, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B.A., B.A., start. It's just unfair. They're the defending Super Bowl champions. They still got Tom Brady. They traded for Brandon Cooks. From the Saints, which we all thought was a brilliant move uh, this offseason. So, like you said, Nick, they, it's not many holes in this at all, man. These <laughs> these holes are minuscule on this team. Uh, but with that said, the one thing I think they need to address is your boy Gronkowski. And that Gronkowski is... Hands down, when he's healthy, the best tight end in this league. He's a ridiculous offensive weapon. He can block, run after catch. I mean, this this dude is phenomenal. And they won the Super Bowl last year without him. So, can you really count on Gronk for 16 seasons? For 16 games, I'm sorry, not seasons. I don't think so. Uh, you know, he got back issues, all, all these other things. I, I'm not counting on him. And I don't want him to go hard for 16 games because I want him to have a long career. I want him to have a career at least as long as Tom Brady is going to have, like the remainder of his career. So, you know what? I need to bring in another guy at the tight end position, another talent. We lost old dude. We brought in uh, uh, Martellius Bennett. He came in last year, got a Super Bowl ring, and then left town. So, you know what? We're going to address it through the draft. We're going to get your man from the U. I don't know how to say his name, but you know who I'm talking about. David Njoku. Yep, Njoku. There you go. I ain't want to butcher his name, but I think I still did it anyway. Uh, David Njoku. So, so let me ask you this. The Patriots don't have a first or second round pick, and he's talking about going in the top 20 or maybe the teams. So are you going to trade up to get this guy, or are you going to stand pat in that third round? I think – I mean, obviously you would have to trade trade up to get him, but – with that said, I don't think he's gonna get. I don't. I don't think he's gonna go between twenty and twenty-five. All right. Wherever you know, wherever you said they're gonna, he's gonna be projected. Um, he's a talented guy. He has a great body, very athletic. Uh, but I think a lot of those other teams have issues to address within that within that window. You know, I, and I tight end, and who and who uses. The tight end better than we do. Yeah, but here here's the thing, man. 
Joku ain't gonna make it to the third round. He ain't getting past the second round. So I like I like where you're going. So you going tight end? I got one for you, man. I think it would be a great pick for the Patriots in that third round. My boy Jake Butt out of Michigan, coming off that torn ACL. Yeah, that'd be a great pick right there for him in the third round. I don't know if Butt's gonna be there in the third round, but if he is, excellent pick, man. I like I like Butt, man. I think yeah, Butt yeah, Jake good. Butt. When you when you look at him, he looks like a Patriots player. Yeah. He looks right. like a Patriots player. And then, but then you threw the Jake Buss out there, maybe even later, maybe in that fourth or fifth round, if Jake Buss gone and we still around, we get the the, uh, the tight end out of Ashland. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, tight end out of Ashland, yeah. Well, yep. Uh, what's Sheelan, his name? Sheelan. Uh, Sheelan. Yeah, Adam, Adam Shaheen, Shaheen. Our bad, Adam. You know, we ain't <laughs> wordsmiths here, so we be butchering last names, so get used to it. Yeah, <laughs> if he's available in that fourth, fifth round, He's matter of fact, he's a clone of Gronk. Like right. if you look at him, he he got the size, he got the strength, he he got that. Even when you watch him run, you see how Gronk be running, be look like Gronk be doing high knees when he be running. If you yeah. watch Adam when he when he runs, he look the same way. But he, you know what? You might be laughing at the way he run, but he be leaving your ass while you laughing. So he'd be another great pickup. But I think they. My point is, in this draft, the Patriots need to address that situation with Gronkowski. And, in fact, he can't last the entire season because uh, the tight end position is very important to the Patriots. All right. Looking at Twitter right now, we got fans saying, man, are you going to get to our team? Yes, we are. We're going to get to our team. We're going to speed up a little bit for you guys. All right. AEFC North Division. Let's start with these Ravens, man. I look at these Ravens. Wide receiver, they got Wallace and Perriman. Perriman hasn't really doing anything, done anything yet because he can't stay healthy last couple years, so I would say wide receiver, definitely a need, and then I would say cornerback position. I know you brought in uh, Brandon Carr. You still got old man Jimmy Smith over there, but Brandon Carr and Jimmy Smith, kind of short-term solutions right now, and Tavon Young, who I was high on last year. I told you he was going to ball out last year. Had a solid rookie season from the uh, um, nickel position. So, cornerback, wide receiver, and I will also say this. They lost Ricky Wagner to the Lions. Right tackle. Hurst, I ain't sold on him. Right tackle as well. Yeah, you always want to give Captain Checkdown some extra help. Uh, last, last year, their rushing game was pretty pathetic. Uh, I think they were, let's see here, they were tw- rated 28th overall in the rushing game last year. So you definitely want to address the offensive line, and I'm with you there, Neat. So as the general manager, as Ozzy Newsom incarnate, uh, I'm going to go with your boy Forrest Lamp out of Western Michigan or Western All Kentucky. Right. My bad. I said Western All right, Western Forrest Michigan. Lamp. Yeah. Are you ready to go to Baltimore and get Gucci? <laughs> All right. So we'll see what's going to happen with Forrest Lamp. I like that pick too as well. All right. Pittsburgh Steelers. We know James Harrison is 39 years old. Uh, free safety, man, it is time to replace Mike Mitchell. He does not make enough plays back there in that secondary 40 Steelers. Yes, he will knock your head off, but he makes too many dumb penalties, man, roughing the passer and, and, and uh, hits to the head and all that stuff. So, yeah, he's definitely uh, expendable. So I would say for the Steelers, go um, uh, strong side linebacker um, or free safety. Steelers, they're still looking for that. Playmaker uh, on well, they already have a uh, playmaker on the defensive side of the ball, and your boy Ryan Shazier. Uh But let's talk about that secondary. You, you speak on Mike Mitchell; he's a hard hitter. Uh, he makes some boneheaded plays. 
Um, Sean Davis, you know, he, he you know, he he makes some tackles, but what we're really looking for in the in the Steelers secondary is we want those turnovers. We want those old Troy Palomalu type days where we we can get that big play, get the ball back to Big Ben and go down and score the points. Because right now, the, the Steelers are known for their offense, where they traditionally was known for their defense. So you know what? We're going to change that tune. We're going to change that dynamic. We're going to change that paradigm. And we're going to go out there and get Jabril Preppers, the safety out of Michigan, because we think he's going to be the next Troy Palomalu. We're not going to play him all over the place like people uh, saying, oh, he could play this position, he played that. No. You won't come and play that, that safety, that joker position that Troy Palomalo used to play, and you're going to study your ass up and work and work at this one position and become a Pro Bowl, All-Pro, Hall of Fame player, Jabril Preppers, safety out of Michigan. All right. I like that pick. Good pick. The Browns, the Browns, the Browns. Man, I hate to say it, man, because – I like what this team did in this offseason. They addressed that offense line, which is good, but it's all about the quarterback. Um, so, Brock, I mean, is it going to be you? Or is it going to be Trubisky? Or is it going to be Deshaun Watson? That remains to be seen. And they also need secondary help bad. It's time to move on from Joe Hayden. Joe Hayden talking about he's going to get together. She's going to stay healthy. Huh? We'll see. Free safety, definitely need an upgrade over Ed Reynolds. So, I would say free safety cornerback they also need a uh, playmaking pass rusher someone that can consistently get to the quarterback so we know number one overall I think they're going to take Miles Garrett and then I would say quarterback so quarterback defense and cornerback and free safety as the GM of the Cleveland Browns I'm talking some sense into Hugh I know Hugh I know him for a while and I'm able to talk some sense into him number one overall pick is a given going to Miles Garrett Number 12, number 12 overall pick, I know what you want to do, Hugh. I know you want that quarterback, but ain't no quarterback in this draft. I'm drafting at number 12. No way in hell. No way in hell. I will kick your ass into Lake Erie if we take a quarterback in that first round. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to get the next best thing, and we're going to get Christian McCaffrey running back out of Stanford. Oh, the place goes wild. What a shocker. Oh, the Cleveland Browns did it again. Yes, we did. Christian McCaffrey, we throw, we throw a curveball out there. And here's, and here's why we're going to pick this guy up. Hugh Jackson, he's one of the most creative offensive um, uh, coordinators we have in the league. If you give him a talented guy, uh, a, mit, a, a, a mismatch, he will find ways to uh, use him and exploit him. And with Christian McCaffrey, He's a running back. We use him in the backfield. Uh, he has excellent hands. You know, he can, he can play wide receiver. We can move him out to the slot. He's a he's a multi-dimensional player that I think in the right offensive system, he could be a hell of, he could have a hell of a career. He's not that twenty twenty-five carries a game type running back. Uh, no, he's not that. But he's a versatile tool that I think would be great for. Uh, my offense, and now we have him in, and then next year we'll address the quarterback uh, quarterback situation, or later in this draft we'll address the quarterback situation. But that ain't gonna happen in the first round. First round, Miles Garrett at number one, number twelve, Christian McCaffrey, running back, Stafford. All right, because Hugh, if you take Trubisky number one overall and it don't pan out for you, man, you know what's gonna happen to you. He need to get dropped off. He need to get chopped off. I 
had to say it again over and over. And you know what? And you know what, Nick? When he get dropped off, it's going he gonna get dropped off right by the Ohio River back down in Cincinnati because we already know it's that happened once when he was with them Oakland Raiders. He got dropped off there in the back of Cincinnati. Cleveland Browns, he keep up with his uh, foolishness, uh, make some dumbass uh, moves like drafting a quarterback in the first round of this draft, uh, which actually as a Bengals fan, I took my GM uh, Gucci glasses off and I'm a Bengals fan again. Uh, I would love for him to take the quarterback uh, at number one or number 12, wherever it is. But anyway, put my Gucci glasses, put my GM Gucci glasses back on. Um, yeah, just stay away from that position. Address it later in the draft. All right, due to time constraint, man, Chuck, I'm going to let you do these Bengals. Just pick one need and pick that target. Bengals? <sighs> See, put my Gucci GM glasses on. I want to go with Solomon Thomas at number nine, but I don't think he's, he'll be there. O.J. Howard should still be available because I got him right now going to the New York Jets, and the Jets don't pick um, until – Ah, uh, the Jets pick at six. I forgot about that. So he won't be there. He won't be there either. So uh, Ty- Solomon Thomas, Solomon Thomas, Thomas is not there. Uh, O.J. Howard is not there. <sighs> you know what? <sighs> I know this might not be too popular. Uh, we talked about this, Nick, but you know I'm gonna throw, throw a wrench out there. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with Reuben Foster. He should still be available. All the flack he's caught and you know, stuff like that. I think he's I think he's still going to be a very good player. Uh, and Vontez Burfitt, they play the same position. Vontez, best weak side linebacker in the league. I think there's a way to find out to utilize Reuben Foster. But just in case we find, you know, something else happened uh, in – we we don't like something in our research of him about Reuben Foster. He had a couple of incidents. He had he's had a couple incidents this off season. I go ahead and go with Jonathan Allen. I know I press, protested that before because Jonathan Allen is a three technique, and the Bengals already have the best three technique in the game in Geno Atkins. But now the more that I think about it, we can prolong Geno Atkins' career, have him stronger later in the season by rotating him and Jonathan Allen in and out. Then in nickel situations. In dime situations, we put Jonathan Allen uh, out at the, uh, you know, at the at the end position. So, those are my two picks, both Alabama boys. All right. 20 minutes left in the show, Chuck. We still got to get through these divisions. Let's do it. Let's All right, do it. let's, let's go. Do it. All right. Texans, ASC South, they need a quarterback. Phil Savage, Brandon Wheaton, hell nah. Who is that draft target, Chuck? Where are they picking at? Who's the Texans? 25, They're, 25. Uh, 25, yeah. They got a lot of room. Uh, defensive side of the ball, we know they're set there. Offense needs to be addressed. Quarterback situation is dire right now. None of these quarterbacks, I'm saying, I said, is, is, is worthy that will be ready to start their first year. But at this case, at number 25, you got to go with the one guy I talked about earlier who has the skills and the tools to be uh, – uh, a number one overall, uh, you know, a first-round pick, and that's uh, quarterback out of Notre Dame, Deshaun Kaiser. Yeah, like I said, All he's right. a project. You need to sit him. Uh, but you know what? Tom Savage, we're just going to have to suck it up. Tony Romo, retired. So our plan went through the our – plan, our plan went out the window. So we're just going to have to suck it up this season and draft Kaiser for the future. All right. Indianapolis Colts, man, their main need to me 
is running back. Frank Gore is still a beast, but he's 34 years old. Actually, be 34 next month. So I would say running back for me. I think they should be going towards uh, Dalvin Cook. Is that what you're going for, Chuck? Yeah, I like Dalvin Cook. I like that pick. He's a versatile running back. Uh, exactly what we need. Andrew Luck needs some help off the side of the ball. Frank Gore, old man, but he's still producing. Dalvin Cook, come in, be that thunder and lightning type effect. I'm cool with Dalvin Cook. Let me write him down. Dalvin Cook. All right. Jacksonville Jaguars. Man, Chris Ivory, the running back, was a big disappointment last year with only 439 yards. I know he was hurt a little bit. So I look at this Jags. We, we, they address the defense side of the ball, offensive line. Still probably can get a right tackle, but they need a big bruising running back. So, Chuck, let me ask you, GM of the Jaguars, are you taking Leonard Fournette at number four? Well, Leonard Fournette has already been taken, so I can't, I can't take him. Uh, the Jets <sighs> – uh, you're oh, right. Actually, he's four. not gone because yeah, yeah, Jackson six. Jackson six. Yeah. Uh, four. Uh, yeah, we'll go with Leonard Fournette. Uh, or, you know what? Let's go with Leonard Fournette. Let's just keep it plain and simple. We in a rush. Leonard Fournette. All right. Tennessee Titans have two first round draft picks. Fifth overall and 18th. I will say, if fifth overall, they need a wide receiver bad. Is this where Mike Williams comes in? Chuck will let us know. They also need a cornerback. Could number five be cornerback Marshawn Lattimore because they need someone to start opposite a newly acquired free agent, Logan Ryan, who had a monster year in New England last year, helping win that Super Bowl. So, Chuck, at number five, are they going to go wide receiver? Or are they going to go cornerback? Or at number 18, they're going to go corner or wide receiver? <sighs> at number five, we're going to throw a wrench in them. We're going to throw a wrench. We're not getting a running back. We're not getting a cornerback. We're going to go with the supremely talent Malik Hooker, safety at Ohio State. We're going to throw a wrench in that. Uh, go with Malik Hooker. Then where's our, where are we drafting that again? Uh, number 18. 18, a little later on in the, a little later on the draft. Uh, wide receiver, if Corey, Corey Davis. Davis. Yep, Corey Davis, wide receiver out of Western Michigan is there. I'm taking him. If John Ross, uh, if I'm gonna take Corey Davis over John Ross, uh, yes, I know he I understand he ran a four two two, but Corey Davis is a bigger body, uh, really haven't had health issues like John Ross. So Corey Davis, if he's there, if not, then we'll take John Ross. All right. AFC West, San Diego Superchargers. Can't even say San Diego Superchargers no more because they are the L.A. Chargers. And with that being said, they have a big, big hole at that free safety position. Dwight Lowry, man, you had a good, solid career in Atlanta last year. Not too bad for the Chargers, but you're a stop, stop guy. So with that being said, I think they will go free safety uh, with their first uh, round selection, and I'm thinking it might be Jamal Adams. Is this where Jamal Adams comes off the board, Chuck? Yes, sir. On to the next pick. <laughs> That's easy. <laughs> All right. That Jamal was easy. Adams. All right. My Oakland Raiders. In two years, they will be the Sin City Las Vegas Raiders. I just love saying that. We need a middle linebacker in the worst way. Um, ben Henney and Corey James, they're young, but they can't get it done. That's why Benny Henney's ass got put on that bench. I was never a fan of that draft pick a couple of years ago, but hey, Reggie McKenzie thought he liked the guy. So, with that being said, middle linebacker is what we need in the worst way. Please, Chuck, please say it's going to be Ruben Foster if he falls to us, or it's going to be Florida linebacker Jared Davis. You know what, Nick? I'm going to throw a wrench out there. 
I'm gonna go with your boy from uh, Temple. What's the uh, Harrison Reddick? Oh, ha- you like oh, okay, that? Okay, Hassan Reddick. You like that? Hassan Reddick? My bad. Ha- Me with the names. You you know who I'm talking about? <laughs> Hassan Reddick, linebacker from Temple. What do you think of the right, pick? I like it. I like it, All but right. I know a lot a lot of rumors are saying that he's probably gonna go to the Ravens earlier, uh, and I think the Ravens picking well, at eighteen. Well, he can't go to the he can't go to the Ravens. Cause we, yeah. cause we, uh, cause we already. Who do we draft? I know. Who we, oh, I know. Forrest Lamp. We we drew, Forrest we drafted Lamp. Forrest Lamp already. So he yeah. ain't go. Yeah. So he can't go to race because he. Yeah, he can't. We got he can't cause he's just a Nick and Chuck show. You got that right. All right. The Kansas City Chiefs. Man, the Chiefs got an old linebacker and Derek Johnson, thirty-four years old. So they definitely middle linebacker right there. So with that being said, I don't know if Chuck's gonna go middle linebacker with this pick. Uh, we got more issues than uh middle linebacker, but uh, Derry Johnson, yes, he might be an old man, but you know what? He's still putting up 90 tackles, uh, like he did last year. He didn't last the whole entire season, so yes, we do need to address that position, uh, sometime in the near future. Uh, but I don't know if it's gonna be right now because we're drafting Derek Barnett, defensive end out of Tennessee. If he's not Ooh. there, if he's not there, we're going with Taco Carth, Taco Charlton, defense mm. man out of Michigan. Are we talking about a Chalupa or Gordita? <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, we talking about both with, with extra cheese. <laughs> with the extra cheese. Damn, got to get some Taco Bell later on after the show. All right. Finishing off the AFC West division, the Denver Broncos, the biggest need I see on this team, and actually two of them, man. One of them, they try to cover up in free agency with Mendelik Watson. I'm telling you, Broncos, you're going to regret that because Khalil Mack going to have fun. All the premier pass rushers in the AFC West division, they're going to have a fun running train all over his ass. They're going to be tossing him to the side. But I would say the biggest need right now for this team is tight end. Virgil Green only 22 catches last year. That's not going to get it done. You need a number one tight end. So, that being said, Mr. Elway himself, Chuck Elway. Uh, I don't know if you like that too much. But anyway, uh, Mr. Chuck, do you think the Broncos will take a tight end? That's possible. Uh, your boy, tight end from Miami, David Njokwe, you know, he might Joku, be there. Njoku, Njoku, my bad. Yeah. I don't know where I got Jacque from. Joku is there uh, unless the Patriots sneak back into the first round, trade up and steal him from him. But uh, if he's there, they get him. If not, you know what? I'm going to address that offensive line. You, know, you can never have too many good offensive linemen. So I'm going to go with Ryan Ramzik, tackle from Wisconsin. All right, I like that one. Good pick. Good pick. All right, NFC East Division, Washington Redskins. Man, I'm going to tell you like this. I'm looking at two positions, nose tackle. You got Ziggy Hood and Phil Taylor. You know what that is? That is two former first-round busts who are still in the league. Can't believe they're still in the league, but that's what they're looking right now. And then cornerback position, man, Brashawn Breeland. Not even so, man. You're not even the number one or number two corner to me. Very average, man. Very limited. Very deficient, man. Got a lot of holes in your game. So, that being said, Chuck, are you going to go corner or are you going to go nose tackle? I'm going to go corner because we haven't addressed that position uh, yet this year, uh, yet this draft. And Redskins, I'm drafting at number 17, and I'm going with Marshawn Lattimore, cornerback on Ohio State. All right. Philadelphia Eagles, man, (laughs) it's the same word three times. Corner, corner, corner. Yes, they definitely need a corner in the worst way because right now 
you just got Ron Books and Jalen Mills. Both of them are basically uh, nickel corners at best. So with that being said, you already said Marshawn Lattimore. Could this be where Conley from Ohio State will get picked or Sidney Jones maybe get picked? You going corner here, Chuck? Yeah, I'm going corner. Gary and Conley, as we know, he's going to have some allegations can't come up. Uh, a lot of teams take him off the board, but I didn't. So I'm going with Gary and Conley. Uh, if he's not there, Sidney Jones. I told you, Nick, I wouldn't really sold on him like that. So uh, if he's not – so I'm going to go with Tredavious White. All right, Tredavious White, not bad pickup. My New York G-Men Giants, we need to tackle in the worst way. Move Flowers' ass over the right tackle. Please do that. And then we need a tight end. David Njoku, he's gone off this board because this is Chuck's draft. Man, I wish he was there. So, Chuck, are you, is there a tight end for us right here? Or there is, there is absolutely a tight end for Unique. His name is Evan Ingram. I know people got a lot of sec- a lot of people got a second-round grade on him. Uh, but as we know, this dude can fly. He had, he had a pretty pretty good performance at the um, combine, 6'3". We need to put a little bit more weight on him. Uh, but Evan Ingram, I like him, and he addresses a need. All right. Dallas Cowboys, man, they got a lot of holes on that defense side of the ball. Man, defense end, cornerback, strong safety, definitely our needs. So with that being said, Chuck, which one of these positions are you going to go, man? And if you pick one of these, if you pick a defensive lineman, could it be one who is a slate, his record is clean, he doesn't have any history of marijuana abuse, <laughs> you know, he puts the weed down, doesn't he put the weed in the system? Could it be any of that, man? Could you find a player that's clean? You know what, Nick? We're going to find a player that's clean, and it's going to be the shocker. It's going to be the shocker of the draft. You know why? Because my name is Jerry Jones. I'm the man. I own the Cowboys, America's team. And I've been drafting my ass off the past two years, addressing that offensive side of the ball. We got the best offensive line in the league. You know what? Time to address the defense side of the ball because we because we didn't kind of let that slide. And I'm going to throw this wrench out there. Now that I know a lot of people might not know who this guy is, but if you know that football like Nick and Chuck, you do. I'm Jerry Jones. And I'm drafting Eddie Jackson, safe out of Alabama. Ooh, ooh I like that. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, hey, good girl just kissed my neck. Ooh, ooh, I like that. That feel good. Ooh, I like that one. All right. Chicago Bears, the Bears, a NFC North division right here, fans. I would say for the Bears, man, uh, my boy Fuller hasn't really worked out. Can't stay healthy at corner. Uh, they got a Macamore, and they brought him over uh, from the Jags. But they still need a corner, man. They need a free safety as well. So, Chuck, for the Bears, are you going to give them a, a playmaker in that secondary? I am not. I'm going to address that defensive line uh, at the defensive end position. I'm either going with uh, Taco Charlton, so he ain't got far to drive coming from Michigan, or Charles Harris, the uh, uh, phenomenal defensive end out of Missouri. All right. Detroit Lions, man, they need a starter opposite Darius Slay. So, Chuck, are you going to give him cornerback Kevin King or a cornerback from Florida, Quincy Wilson, whose name hasn't been called yet? I think Sidney Jones is still available. I know he's coming off, uh, what, he had ACL surgery, right, Nick? Uh, yep. But you know what? He's a, talent, he's, a, he's, a, he's a talented guy, and he's still available. So, Sidney Jones, uh, if we like, you know, how his medicals look, um, I'm going to roll with him. 
All right, Green Bay Packers, we know Eddie Lacy's gone. And Ty Montgomery, you know, Lord bless the young man's heart for trying to convert over to running back last year from converting from wide receiver to running back. Man, came in and played decent, you know, not bad, but we know he's not a running back. So with that being said, Chuck, Aaron Rodgers needs to hand the ball to somebody. So are you going to give him Dalvin Cook right here, or are you going to wait later in the draft and maybe give him Brian Hill from Wyoming later in the draft? It's a lot of debt. At the, it's a lot of depth at the running back position. Um, but you know what? There, there's some other there's some other needs on this on on, on this team, Nick. Uh, I, I, I we we running short on time. The pressure's on me, Nick. I really want to go corner. I really want to go cornerback here. But you know what? We'll go ahead. You know what? Nah, screw that. I'm the GM. We're gonna do what I we're gonna do what I want to do. I'm going with your recommendation, Nick. We talked about this earlier. I'm going with Kevin King, corner out of Washington. All right, good pickup, man. Because I was gonna say, if you're struggling there, GM, I can go here and uh, elbow you and say, what about a Dory Jackson, USC? Mm-hmm. All right, Minnesota Vikings. We know they short. I ain't a first rounder in my book. Yeah, yeah, I hear, I hear. Minnesota Vikings. We know they short up. Paid a lot of money to these. Average ass tackles <laughs> this offseason, but hey, you know, that's what they want to do. But I would say, man, I look at the Vikings, I would say running back, man. I know you bring in Latavius Murray, but he's coming off ankle surgery, and I told you, man, he he's a soft man. He, he He's a sap, I mean, a soft ass player. He's very soft. When you hand the, hand the ball to Murray, he's soft. <laughs> that's what I say, man. So I, are you going to run it back here, man? Because to me, if I was GM, man, I, I get another running back. I'm going running back, but you know what, Nick? I'm the man. My court, my my head coach is Mike Zimmer. Ain't afraid of nothing. Ain't afraid of nobody. Ain't afraid of the media. So you know what? I'm gonna get the ve- best available player at this point in my my first pick because I ain't got a first round pick, right? Nope, I ain't got a first round pick. I'm going with Joe Mixon, running back out of Oklahoma. All right, good pickup right there. NFC South Division, Carolina Panthers. Ah, they got a lot of A's on that defensive line with Charles Johnson and Julius Peppers, but they do got Mario Addison, who they locked up this offseason. Man, they need a running back. You know Johnson Stewart is up there in his early 30s, so is this when McCaffrey's going to come off the board? McCaffrey been gone. Ah, McCa- yeah, uh, well, actually, no. No, he – No, 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 no. I forgot where he picked uh, McCaffrey. No, the Browns are supposed to pick him up at 12. You know what? Yeah. So he's still available. Yeah, we could do that, uh, but he doesn't—he doesn't fit what we like to do. I don't think we—we we like those pounders, we like those Jonathan Stewart types, uh, and he doesn't fit that. So you know what, we—we're gonna continue. You know what? Let's throw a wrench out there. Let's go with John Ross. You know what? Right. We're gonna—we're gonna go out there and get another speedster, uh, help Kelvin Benjamin out, Devin Funches. They on the edges for John Ross uh, in that slot. He also can help on the return game, John Ross. He's a poor man, Ted Ginn. They need somebody to replace Ginn. I like that pickup. All right, Atlanta Falcons, man. You look at the defensive line, the defense ends are Brooks Reed, Claiborne, and Hagman. That means like that, like Destiny Child's song was, no, 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 no. <laughs> so <laughs> that's how I look at that, man. So with that being said, Chuck, are you going to give these Falcons a pass rusher? I am. I'm going with Derek Barnett. Defensive end out of Tennessee. All right. New Orleans Saints, better known as they like to say down south, New Orleans. Welcome to New Orleans. All right. Saints, man, they need a cornerback. Bad. I'm looking at P.J. Williams and Devin Bro. 
that can't stay healthy, I would say corner. Yeah, corner is a good position, uh, a good um, position to address. Uh, but what corners are still available? Uh, where where am I? Where where are we picking at, Neat? Uh, we yeah, are number at number eleven. Number eleven. I guess there are some cornerbacks available, so I'm going with Marshawn Lattimore, corner at Ohio State. Um, or we can go with, you know what? Leave it there. We're going with Marshawn Lattimore, corner out of Ohio State. Anybody else that try to get him, too bad for you. All right. Tampa Bay Buccaneers tight end. Jameis Winston needs a big boy tight end. I know they got break, camera break, but with the Joku there and OJ Howard could be there at 19, don't see that happening. I ain't going to say that. But they also need a cornerback as well because Brent Grimes is 34 years old. And they don't have nobody on the other side of him. So cornerback, running back, running back as well. Doug Martin's coming off suspension, coming off a down year. So, Chuck, are you going to give him a tight end, a running back, or a corner? Can we get a safety? Ooh, ooh, okay. Can we get a safety? Can we go with uh, Bubba Baker, safety out of oh. Washington? Oh, okay. Hey, I like that. Hey, you can go with Bubba, man. Yeah, Buddha, Bubba, Bubba, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can go with Bubba. That's fine. All right. San Francisco 49ers, NFC West Division, as we wrap up the show. A couple minutes left. 49ers, man, they need a quarterback. But at number two, would they take Trubisky or would they take Fournette? Because you got to think about it. Carlos Hyde can't stay healthy. So is it going to be Fournette or is it going to be maybe Thomas, the defense end? But when you think about the defense end, you got Buckner, you got Armstead, and then you got Aaron Lynch. They're kind of set at the defense end position, man. So I would say – Running back or quarterback? What you going to do, Chuck? See, you made this tough, Neat. Now that I think about it, we should have went in the draft order. We've been jumping all around by divisions, so I'm getting all discombobulated. I'm going with O.J. Howard because, as we know, my coach, Shanahan, he likes mismatches, and O.J. Howard will be a mismatch nightmare for opposing defenses out there. So I got to draft O.J. Howard over again at number two. No, that's fine because that's what I love about our show. We do things different. We ain't got to stick to the script. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's fine. We'll be all over the place. That's cool. All right. <laughs> Arizona Cardinals, man. Uh, your boy Fitzgerald's 34 years old. Could we see a Corey Davis here? Or what about a quarterback? Carson Palmer's 36 years old. Quarterback here? Yeah, actually, that's a good point. And I've, only, I've, I've said this several times. There's only one quarterback. In my opinion, humble opinion, it's the GM of the Arizona Cardinals worth worthy of a first round pick, and that's Kaiser, quarterback out of Notre Dame. Because you know what? That's the perfect situation now that I think about it. He could just come in, he can sit behind Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer gonna play at least one more year, maybe two, and then that third year, Carson, you either retire or we gonna put your ass on at the Greyhound bus station and ship you out of town because Kaiser's gonna be ready. So, quarterback out of Notre Dame, Deshaun Kaiser. All right, my opinion, I'll say Patrick Mahomes just because Bruce Arian loves the deep arm. He has the strongest arm in his draft. All right, Rams, uh, they don't pick into the second round. They need a wide receiver bag because Tavon Austin, Robert Woods, that's all you have. Chuck, let me let me jump in for you, man. I'm going to say Zay Jones, man, my boy from ECU. I got to give him some love. I see him being a pick here in the second round. Uh, Yeah, sure. I would uh, – you know what? I would go with T.J. Watt if he's still there. All right. Seattle Seahawks finishing out the division, man. Russell Wilson needs to stay upright. Can you get him some offensive line help, please? Yes, he absolutely needs that. I mean, they they were horrific 
last year. So whatever top lineman is available, we don't even need the name or whoever, whoever the top lineman that you still left on the board, come to Seattle. We'll take All right, it. and that note, fans, we will see you next week. Enjoy the draft.